Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Guns in Radio podcast. And now, give it up for your host, Chris Caputo and Dustin Bones. Do, 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 do. <laughs> That's our dramatic in- intro this week. Yeah, because I was like, wait, was he trying to go for that? Like, I don't know what the fuck is going on here. (laughs) But it's episode 80 of Guns and Radio. What's going on? We lasted that long. Yeah. So far. Let's not get too ahead of ourselves here. Before, you know, like a a tumultuous breakup happens, then we reunite like 20 years later. Oh, wait, just like (laughs) this band we're talking about. I know, right? Yeah. It'll be either you or me, some guy in a mask that doesn't talk, and uh, somebody that has nothing to do with Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Kind of like maybe Vince Neil. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Just don't say his name three times. Oh, gosh. We don't want to Beetlejuice him into existence. Oh, Jesus. That, that would not be a, a sight to see. You don't want to see that shit. Imagine if it worked like that. Like the State Farm commercials. Like a good neighbor, Ron Jeremy is there. Bing. He oh, caught me at a bad time. It looks that way. You gotta put an eye out with that thing. Uh. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're about a minute and 30 seconds in, and we already have our first penis joke of the day. Uh, it happens, though. It happens. Yeah, uh, it sure does. <laughs> oh, man. So how are you doing, pal? Oh, dude, I am uh, I am doing good over here, man. Just uh, living life now that we're all uh, forced to, uh, to stay at home mandate order, but it's the most confusing, like, fucking shit ever. Like, it doesn't make sense at all what, like, we're, like, the Ontario government, like, they're fucking heads up their ass, honestly. So it's just, like, I don't know. I'm still going to try and live my life to some extent. I mean, like, you know, I have to go out for essential shit. No, they're still rolling it out here for, like, the healthcare workers and, like, you know, those that are sort of at risk. So they're still fucking slowly taking their time with that shit. Well, if you do take the vaccine, let me know, because I have an experiment I'm running before I take the vaccine. Oh, so you're just letting everyone else do it and see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. <That's> smart. <laughs> well, you know that movie with Will Smith in it called I Am Legend? Yeah. It takes place in 2021, oh. where there's a zombie outbreak mm-hmm. that's caused by a vaccine gone wrong. But that was also based on a book. So, I mean, I don't know. Or this is going to be like a case of like The Simpsons predicting something where like this movie predicts shit. (laughs) Let me tell you something about books. There's a book about a boat called the Titan. Mm -hmm. That's the biggest ship ever built. And uh, it's deemed unsinkable. Mm -hmm. And it's coming from Britain to the U.S. It hits an iceberg and it sinks. Mm -hmm. And almost everyone on it dies. That motherfucking book came out like 20 years before the Titanic thing happened. Shit. <laughs> so, you never know where the future's going to get predicted at. Oh, that's that's definitely true. I mean, sometimes it's just coincidence, but, you know, there is definitely shit like that. That does happen, you know. I don't like to give irony any opportunities. It doesn't like me. <laughs> doesn't like a lot of people, I, I find. <laughs> you know, Ernie's a, a real bitch, like karma. <laughs> well, uh, we have some announcements to make today. Yes, we do. And I think that before we make uh, big announcements and shit, mm-hmm. that we should have some instrumental music to to make the uh, to make the announcement section. Uh, sound a little more professional. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do that, but I'm gonna skip an ad. Uh, here we go. If this is what I think it is. <laughs> All right, Caputo. 
This is not an instrumental. What the hell? Yeah, YouTube lied to you. Yeah. Let's try that again. <laughs> there we go. All right, so we have... Do you want to tell them or should I? I'll let you uh, take this one. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this week we we announced it in our Discord, but now it's time for the official announcement on our website. We have relaunched GunsAndRadio.com, and it is better than ever. Because all of the content that you could get on the old website is here and easy for you to find. You can get access to all of our episodes as well as uh, you can actually stream the episode from the website while reading all of the great shit that we've put together and uh, clicking the links to the watch alongs. We uh, The old website stopped at episode 69, but we've caught up now to present day and... If you become a premium member of our website, of our new website, we have three different tiers. You can get access to tons of exclusive content like MP3 versions of the episodes. Uh, old episodes of GN Extra are going into uh, are going to be available up there for you. You can get access to our brand new movie watch-along show that is coming this month. Uh, what else we got? Man, we got so much shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, get a shout-out on a future episode, uh, if you join any of the tiers. Um, right. Patreon-exclusive polls for for all our uh, patrons there. Um, just the movie show. Uh, you get the video version of this podcast as well, so you get to see us do this in video form, if you're interested yep. in that kind of stuff. You get and to see also, me scratch my balls while we talk about Guns and Roses? Yeah, you get to see me put chapstick on because it's, you know, winter and this is chap lip season for your boy here, so. Uh, that's every that's every season in Canada, though, right? Uh, yeah, that's about nine of the 12 months here. And, um... Oh, yeah, the warm-up show, which we just taped the first episode of, so... You get to hear what it's like when Caputo and I plan the show that you're going to hear here. But we want to make one thing crystal clear. The podcast that you're listening to now, that you know and love, every episode will always, always be free. We are not going to ever put old episodes uh, behind the paywall. We are not going to do that. This show will always be free. So, we just want to make that clear. Oh, and early access. Yes, that's 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 a big one. So uh, basically, as soon as we get done editing the show, whatever, it's already up there, and you guys listen to it, you know, x amount of days early, whether it be you know one day early or up to a week or whenever. How, you yeah. know, even if we're doing the whole recording blitz, if we get that shit done early, you get all those episodes early. Oh, yeah. Usually when we do a blitz, they get done <laughs> pretty quick. Yeah, so you'll get those very early, usually. Hopefully. Well, we'll see. We'll figure that out along the way. But oh, also, yeah. one more thing, too, I almost forgot to note there in the in the big VIP tier, if you are part of that tier for about three months or so, we're going to send you an exclusive uh, T-shirt, some free Guns and Radio merch That's for right. supporting us. That's right. The the biggest tier, uh, the reason, and I w- I want to say something. If you sign up for this tier, uh, you get the T-shirt. We are not turning a profit on that T-shirt because I sat as much as it costs us to make each one. I set the the tier as low as I possibly could, and us not be out of pocket on. They wanted us to do $30. Patreon recommended either $30 or $35. We set it to $20. So we're getting a little something for it, but we're not gouging the fuck out of that. Just so you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, no matter what tier you join at, though, we want to tell you it's uh, really helpful to us because it keeps our website running, it keeps our podcast going, and 
Uh, it keeps buying shit that we need to be able to put this damn thing together. So, oh yeah, maybe we can get a. If we got enough people supporting us, we could probably get a, a good fucking uh, Zoom package. Maybe we'll see, or just stuff that helps support us, like in general, um, whether it just pays the website or other equipment that we could use and upgrade to, it's, <laughs> and, and stuff like that. Decent internet. <laughs> that too. That could help. <laughs> A webcam that doesn't suck ass. That'd be nice. Mm-hmm. Well, Caputo's is all. See, I never thought my <clears throat> excuse me, never thought my webcam looked bad, and I don't think it really does. I think it's just by comparison to Caputo's, because mm-hmm. Caputo's looks really good, and then you see mine, and it's all fucking blurry and shit. Yeah, because mine's the built-in like uh, HD uh, FaceTime. It's on my iMac right now here, so it, it's got the built-in HD. It's not full HD, but it's good enough that like you can see shit. Mine claimed to be HD. I think that was just bullshit. Could be. It's probably like 480p HD. <laughs> 481, so they can call it <laughs> HD. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's what we wanted to announce. We've relaunched GunsAndRadio.com. And all, if, even if uh, you don't intend on going over there, and sponsoring the show and supporting the show that way. Just visiting the website really does help. And while <laughs> you're there, there is still tons and tons of free content that is available for you. Including, uh, like I said, we're doing an episode today. We're about to do a watch-along today. This week's episode, we'll have a link to the watch-along. <laughs> so uh, go check that out. And Yeah. That way, you know, makes it a little easier. You can see what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the big. That's our very big announcement. We got a couple more actually. Now that I just remembered, um, we do have a bonus show coming up because we finally got a winner after another fucking Twitter poll tie. God damn it! Oh, shit. Yeah. So it was a tie. Whatever. I did another one. So we did a twenty-four hour deadline, and so we've got a bonus song. We're covering another Velvet Revolver song. From this same album that we're covering this week as well, um, Sucker Train Blues, our review is going to be coming very soon. That's your next bonus show there. Um, just even reminding again, we still have two more bonus show goals to complete. Um, get us to 150 Facebook likes, or you can get us to 50,000 uh, total plays slash downloads across all our episodes. So if you already binge listened to us once, do it again and... Uh, They'll give us some more downloads towards a new bonus show. That's right. And wasn't there one more? There is. We still have the... Uh, oh, the, the 20,000. Of... Yeah. You mentioned that. My bad. That's what yeah. I was thinking. <laughs> we still have the, uh, the Guns and Radio Greatest Love Song and Rock Tournament that is going on. We are now in the Faithful 8 round. So if you want to go vote on that, uh, go check out our Twitter. It'll probably be like the first pinned tweet on our profile there. And we'll have the voting uh, with the big thread there. With the the result of votes, with songs you can vote on there, so definitely check that out because that's still going on. We're still going to crown a uh, a winner, the numero uno, as our, our buddy Richie Valens would say there. Um, <laughs> yeah, so go ahead, uh, cast your vote on what is what you think is the greatest love song in rock and roll history. I still don't think it's fair to have a Guns N' Roses song in that poll. Um, or Guns and Radio pod, or Guns and Roses podcast. God damn, I'm fucking up already. Uh, but, I mean, why not? I was gonna put like twenty of them there, but then like Guns and Roses doesn't make the conventional love song. It's pretty much just Axel like being fucking moany and depressed about chicks. Like <laughs> well, anyone that's what who's yeah. do to everybody. Yeah, and like anyone who says November rains a love song. No, it's a love song for the wrong reasons. It's not like oh, I'm so in love with you. It's like it's basically a song about being in the fucking friend zone, essentially. <laughs> well what about um what about this I love? That's a beautiful song. No, that's just depressing that song. It's a beautiful right. song, but it's like beautifully depressing at the same time. Yeah, yeah I could see that. There's a uh, My Michelle, that's a beautiful love song. Yeah, I think well that's it's uh, different. <laughs> I don't know. I just went for like the more cheesy sappy ones, like mostly. At least whatever I can think of, and just like doing research and shit. So, right on. Um, to continue what we were talking about, the bonus show goals. 
What are we looking for? 20, 50? 50,000 uh, plays, downloads on all our episodes. Uh-huh. All right. <clears throat> As of the moment of this recording, we are at 41,537. That's very close. That's very close. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, let's yeah, 8,500 or so to go. We're probably going to, hopefully, if we're on pace, we could hit that in the next like uh, month or so, a couple months maybe. Yeah, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do want to talk about some rock and roll news before we get into our uh, music video of the day. Alrighty. First off, I'm looking over at ultimateclassicrock.com right now, and I'm seeing some things. First off, uh, did you see where ACDC's Angus Young basically admitted that he has not written any new music with Axl Rose? Yeah, I think this is like I don't know why anyone would think that they're writing music with Axel Rose. They're just using him for like a temporary basis. Like I don't know if these people get with their like whack theories about like yeah, Axel Rose is the new lead singer of ACDC, but like no. He was just there to fill a role for a little while until fucking Brian Johnson was good to go or like yeah. to know that he's not actually permanently deaf. Oh yeah. Well, I mean I'm really glad that worked out. I do see where uh, Black Sabbath announced that they're reissuing some of the classic Dio-fronted albums uh, because remastered versions of Heaven and Hell and Mob Mob Rules will be released with extensive bonus material, songs that have never been heard. And I've actually got a hold of a snippet of one of those bonus songs that's uh, never been heard. You want to check that out real quick? Sure, why not? I mean, there's, there's definitely a fan base for the the <clears throat> Dio-fronted Black Sabbath. I don't know. I've yeah. really gone too in-depth with that stuff. But, hey, if people like it enough. You know, there's enough demand for it. Why not? I mean, I don't think we'll get in too much trouble for playing a snippet since it's coming out soon anyway. Yeah, hopefully. We'll see. Yeah, let's take I mean, a look. Now, this is Dio-fronted, so it's not going to be Ozzy's. <laughs> God fucking damn it. <laughs> you know, Sabbath really does sound different altogether. When you take Ozzy out and you put Dio in. <laughs> yeah, this isn't heavy metal as they usually are. This is a whole other direction. It's, uh, it was completely different, man. I mean, yeah. rest in peace. <laughs> Rest in peace to Ronnie James Dio. We're looking forward to hearing that. God fucking damn it. <laughs> I swear. Fuck. <laughs> let's, right, let's see how long this fucking gag until it's not funny to me anymore yeah or until someone on twitter says stop with the fucking la bamba you pricks (laughs) oh man but probably the biggest news is is that um about 10 hours ago Mm-hmm. ACDC, at the time of the re- this recording, ACDC launched the official music video for their song, Realize. And Caputo and I, we're going to watch it. Hell yeah, I'm always down for some ACDC. You want to do that now? Yeah, let's do it right now. Um, anyone who's listening, you can head over to gunsradio.com. It'll be there. That's right. And the link, click the link for episode 80. Yep, it'll, it'll be on their feed there. And inside there, you'll find a link to the video on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Click on that video. Go ahead and get it loaded up. And uh, if you need to pause the podcast, pause the, <coughs> the, pause the damn podcast. <coughs> Maybe I do got the Rona. I don't know. Yeah, pausing as Dustin fucking dies over there. <laughs> I'm going to try not to. <laughs> are you ready to go you want to watch it yeah um you want me to count it down yeah you count it down this time all right everyone in three two one 
play. Now we got the fish out on land. Yeah. More uh more in studio stuff here. But they wrote the uh cliched uh black and white video, but we're all in a white room. I feel like so many <laughs> bands have done that. What is that? Uh one, two, three, take your hand and come with me. Oh, Jet. Yeah. Are you gonna be my girl? Yeah, that one too. I think like somewhere like Blink 182 did something like this. But at least like with these cameras, the angles are pretty fucking cool, actually. Yeah. I still think Brian looks the same. Dude, they I mean, all look the same. Angus looks Angus the same since he was like thirty. Angus looks like shit, bro. Well, I mean, if you take like the the hat off and everything, yeah, he does. This is number 25 right now at the moment of this recording. This is uh, number 25 on trending on YouTube right now. For me, it's showing number 10. Well, we're in two different countries. Ah, good point. You got to remember anything that's not booty butt cheeks, twerk your ass and all that bullshit in America is not going to. Or is it a 2020 best of TikTok compilation? What, the pretty face with the big bang? (laughs) <laughs> I don't know, a bunch of shit like that. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been getting my TikTok on a lot lately. <laughs> I mean, if you actually like do a deep dive, there's actually informative shit on TikTok. I'll give them that, but it's just, you got to go through all the crap. I just watch thoughts mostly. <laughs> Be honest, that <laughs> thoughts and how to mix drinks. Yeah, man, I find a lot of cooking oh, recipes cool on there. Angle. That looks really dope. Yeah, where they got them like in the mic and stuff. That's really cool. Man, I just love this band. Yeah, honestly, like think about this. Angus Young has been in the same outfit for forty years, and he's made a shit ton of money. I know, right? Think about that. He's like the only person in like a, a, a school kid's outfit and he's made like millions of dollars by, you know, looking like a child, even though he's 75. He's the only person that makes all their money in a school kid outfit that doesn't have an OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, that is a valid point. It's funny, but it's very valid. <laughs> Give you that. Oh, man, ACDC, man. I dread the day that this isn't a thing. It'll be within my lifetime. Maybe. Maybe, we'll see. All right. Pretty dope video. <clears throat> so it's basic, but yet it gets the job done. So it's simple. Exactly. You don't need to overcomplicate the shit. You know, have these guys just rock out and throw some cool cameras around it, and then throw Angus through of a wall with like sixty-five martial arms. That's all you need. <laughs> no bullshit storyline. That's the thing, though, that I haven't seen in a while. A bullshit storyline. Yeah, on a, a music video like the, the the all those Twisted Sister videos from the eighties. Yeah, but that was the eighties. Like that's when they were like short form <laughs> movies because like everyone saw Michael Jackson's Thriller and tried to replicate it, but like did it with worse results. I don't know, man. November Rain uh, came out pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, you got to have a good visionary behind it. Like Axel, yeah, was a good visionary for sure. Whether it was music, but just the music or the visual of it too. But again, like now you still people watch that video and don't know what the fuck it's about. So, I mean, there's definitely yeah. something about it, but that's probably the allure of the music video, I'd say. Yeah. I think you're probably correct. Well, with yeah. that, you want to move on to the next thing on the list? Yeah. Uh, what do we got here? I know we have something there. Well, the song is Headspace. 
So I was thinking, uh, when it comes to headspace, uh, what better thing to look into than the top 10? Actually, we're going to look at the top. We're going to briefly cover some of the top 100, according to top10s.com, thetop10s.com. Mm-hmm. Who are the top 100 biggest stoners of all time? Now, we're not going to go through all 100. You can go to the top10s.com and read the list yourself, but we are going to start at number 100 and kind of roll our way up to see who makes the cut. All right? All righty. Let's, uh, let's, let's, let's see what the, the list of, uh, of this is. <laughs> well, it starts out number 10 as Childish, or number 100 as Childish Gambino. Okay. And he's uh, an actor, director, rapper, singer, songwriter, mm-hmm. and we all know who Childish Gambino is. Donald Glover, man. I was going to say, for all the community fans out there, you'll know who he is. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's scroll up a little bit. Drake is listed as number 97. 96 is Kanye West. Interesting. <clears throat> One of our heroes here, Mr. Kanye. Kanye. Ah. <laughs> I, I hope his divorce uh, goes well. Because there's some weird shit going on there. Oh, here's something interesting. Number 89 is the guy I voted for in the uh, presidential election of 2016, Gary Johnson. (laughs) Oh, he ran independent? Yeah, he ran, uh, not independent, but on one of those fucking uh, parties that never wins. If you're not a Democrat or Republican, you can... You can basically. I threw my vote away because I wasn't voting for Hillary, and I didn't want. I sure as hell wasn't voting for Trump. <clears throat> That's like the equivalent of like the other like four parties in Canada. Because for us, it's just like you know you have your like you guys have your Democrat Republicans. We have our liberal and conservative. I mean, there's like everyone else. Well, it's the same thing. Yeah, liberals, Democrat, conservative, is Republican. Yeah, and then we got like your your median people and like the New Democratic Party. And you have the fucking the French Canadian radicalists who've been trying to separate with us for like 40 years, but like it never fucking passes the votes and they're still <laughs> whatever. And you have the, we got the new people's party of Canada, which they're just a bunch of racist homophobe pigs. Um, so basically anyone who believes a QAnon conspiracy theory would probably vote for them. Um, Alex Jones, buddy. And then there's yeah. the green party. who's just there because we're because reasons. I don't know. <laughs> they get like 1%. That's it. <laughs> Number 84 is legendary, and I do mean legendary guitarist, Carlos Santana. Oh, nice. Uh, number 79 is Iggy Pop. Yeah, he's done some shit. I mean, you just hear the stories about what the fuck he's done. <laughs> 77 is Randy Rhodes from Quiet Rap. Oh, God rest his soul. We got a lot of musicians here. Johnny Thunders is uh, 75. Hank Williams Jr. is 72. Steve Harvey made this fucking list at number 70. Yeah, okay. That guy's freaking clearing the piss test now. Okay. I'd smoke a dude with uh, Steve Harvey. Number 69. I don't know. Number 69, because I had to put it in there. Oh, 69. Who would that be? I don't know. Is the list of oh shit okay? Um, Jim Carrey. Ah, interesting. Sixty-eight is Coolio. Sixty-seven is Whitney Houston. Sixty-six <laughs> is Kesha. See, I wasn't planning on going through all of these like this, but there's so many musicians coming up. Machine Gun Kelly is sixty-four. Isaac Hayes is at sixty-two. Rest in peace. Rest Jennifer in peace, Aniston show. is on this list. Really. Yeah, Jennifer Aniston is 61, Lady Gaga is at 60, and Miley Cyrus is at 59. Yeah, Miley Cyrus, we've all seen her toss, toss the pot around, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tony Blair, the British Prime Minister, is uh, number 56. <laughs> he is a bigger pothead, according to this list. Tony Blair is a bigger pothead than Miley Cyrus. Think about that. I think that should be reversed, to be honest, because like <laughs> Miley had that like the whole like uh, ratchet woman lady era for like a good three to five years. Then oh, she was, was making weird fucking music with that dude from the Flaming Lips. Then she like normalized again. Dude, her new record is dope, though. I dude five 
thank you to Rick Dunsford, I finally fucking listened to it. I was like, holy shit, this is actually not bad. Dude, Angels Like You is fucking beautiful. I love that song. Dude, that whole album is just great. I love the freaking the Stevie Nicks remix at the bonus track there. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, Andy Warhol. Is it 55? Let's scroll up. Christopher Walken made number 51. Christopher Walken is a bigger pothead than Miley Cyrus. So is Bob Dylan at number 49. Well, I mean, when you uh, you talk like this all the time, <laughs> you know, it definitely is some, some drugs, you know. Is, uh, my marijuana <clears throat> laced with some crazy shit. <laughs> number 48. Who's a bigger pothead than Bob Dylan? Well, of course, Marilyn Manson at number 40. <laughs> Wow. I don't know. No, I thought Marilyn Manson would do much more harder shit than that. <laughs> Number 45 is Tommy Chong. Really? That, that's like a top three right there. <laughs> Number 44. Who is a bigger pothead than Tommy Chong? Cheech. That's, that's where we're at. That's where we're at at this point in the, in the list. Where who's a bigger pothead according to this top ten list Listen, than Cheech Tommy Chong? Chong. Yeah, dude, why is Cheech and Chong should be like top five at this point? Not even. <laughs> number That's 40, fucked up. Number 44 is Bill Clinton. Really? <laughs> is he smoking that shit with Monica or what? They got a quote underneath that said, Bill, that boy do be smoking, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here it goes, my fellow Americans. Uh, Here's mm. another one. Here's a bigger pothead than Tommy Chong. Bernie Sanders is number 43. That's why he's still alive like 97. <laughs> and then Logan Paul is 42. Well, he's just a dumb idiot, so fuck him. That's, that's bullshit. Sid Vicious from the Sex Pistols is 41. No, that was, he would be number one for the, like, the biggest heroin addicts. Like, come on. Eminem is number 38. Okay, I can see that. Who's the bigger pothead than Eminem? Well, Paul McCartney, he's number 37. Ah, the Beatles did a lot of shit in the 60s. Oh, yeah. Psychedelics, brother, you know. Woo. And who's a bigger pothead than that? Well, at number 36, we got Elon Musk. Oh, yeah. I mean, if y'all see that, it's a Joe Rogan podcast. You know, he was playing those dude like no tomorrow. And then his stock price went down. <laughs> and now it's fucking hitting highs, so who gives a shit. <laughs> Hope he smokes another dube so I can get in on that. Yeah, <laughs> no way. When his stock's like four hundred plus dollars a share, no thanks. <laughs> At number thirty-four is Nikki Six. Mm. <laughs> Again, another. What the fuck's with this? Like heroin addicts going up so far on this list? This is a fucking weird. I think people vote on this or something. Yeah, they voted Tommy. <laughs> Chong that low? What the fuck? Did like fourteen year olds vote on this? People that don't know nothing about pot. Jeez. Number thirty two. Who's a bigger pothead than Nikki Six? Well, apparently Nikki's a bigger pothead than uh, Tommy Chong. But uh, who's a bigger pothead than Nikki Six? Well, at number thirty two, we got Vincent Van Gogh. Interesting. And- this is the guy who cut his own fucking ear off. He must have done a lot of shit. <laughs> And who was a bit? Who's a bigger pothead than even Nikki Six? At number thirty, we got our homeboy, Stephen Adler. Ooh. Let's see who's a bigger th- pothead than Stephen Adler. Well, at number twenty-seven, they've got Slash. Hey guys, uh, it's good to be back on here. You know, yeah, trying to accept dude. this award for something. I. I... I don't know. My my manager told me just to show up here and just collect this thing. Like, why am I all the way at the bottom though? Like, twenty seven is like so fucking low. Wait, what are we talking about again? <laughs> Stoner slash, ladies and gentlemen. At twenty six, we got Amy Winehouse. At 25, we got Lindsay Lohan. Who's a bigger pothead than Stoner Slash, according to this list? At number 24, we've got Barack Obama. Really? I mean, I know he's very, like, lax with that shit. I didn't know he was, like, 
smoking dubs in the White House garden, <laughs> signing nice. bills and shit. Look, guys, just because he's black doesn't mean he's smoking blunts in the White House. <laughs> this guy smoking blunts and dropping threes in the basketball court. <laughs> Uh, 22, 21, 20, and 19 are all musicians. So I'm going to read them to you in order. John Lennon, Mm -hmm. Janis Joplin, Jimmy Page, and Keith Richards. Yeah, I could definitely agree with that. Number 17, George W. Bush. (laughs) He's a bigger pothead than Tommy Chong, according to this list. There are no weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> Dude, I just remember whenever I think of George Bush, I've never seen that uh, robot chicken episode where like George Bush is a Jedi. <laughs> oh, but that premise is, is retarded. <laughs> I have not seen it, but that's a stupid fucking premise. It's fucking funny though. He's trying to like Jedi mind trick people. <laughs> I gotta send it. you that after. We'll we'll watch that in extra. All right, I'm good. It's fucking good shit. Uh, number sixteen is Kurt Cobain. Number fifteen is Tupac. Yeah. Number sixteen, yeah, I can see that. Six, or, yeah, fourteen is Sid Barrett, <clears throat> who was uh one of the founding members of Pink Floyd. Uh, for those of you who don't know. 13 is Lil Wayne. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Was Khalifa's up there, too, I bet you. Juicy J is number 12, and 11 <laughs> is Devin the Dude. Oh, rappers. Rappers everywhere. And now we get into the top 10 biggest potheads of all time, according to top10s.com. I say so far, I'm really d- 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 disputing this. Yeah, down. this list is already fucked up when they put Tommy Chong, who's not <laughs> should at least be in the top ten at the minimum. <laughs> at number ten, we have Keith Moon, who is the drummer for the Who. Yeah, okay. Does some crazy shit. Remember we talked about him a few weeks ago here on uh, Guns and Radio. Yeah, yeah. Number nine is Lil White. Um, which I don't know if you guys know who Lil White is. He's a rapper and he's not a very good one. But uh, he had like that one song in uh, Eastbound and Down. I don't remember. (laughs) Oh, it was in the first season where Kenny Powers is doing like steroids and shit. Well, when I think of Lil White, what I think of is uh, as the music scene in Tupelo was dying, uh, this guy came along. Uh, Rick got out of the game when it quit making money, and this guy came along to try to fill his shoes named Max Victory. Mm-hmm. And Max would book all these rap acts, and then nobody would come see him. And everybody was always talking about save the scene, and then they would book all these acts that nobody gave a fuck about. And it seemed like every other fucking show was a little white. So we used to make fake uh, flyers. And put them on Facebook and tag Max in them for retarded concepts for shows. <laughs> and my favorite one was Max Victory's uh, Gay Pride Bash 2012 or some shit. And mm-hmm. I'd taken this photo of Max that was asleep at the airport. And I put some dude like around his chest and everything photoshopped it so it looked like this naked dude was hugging him from behind and so then uh me and a couple of my gay friends got together and we made up fake bands uh fake gay sounding band names mm-hmm. <laughs> they were just horrible it was like betty Meatshaft and the ass pirates mm-hmm. and and then the headliner was little white because <laughs> every fucking max victory show was headlined mm-hmm. by little white <laughs> and, and it was funny because when we showed this around every person that was actually gay that I hung out with at the time was like you know what's funny about this is like I wouldn't even go see this show it looks so bad it just sounds awful yeah yeah. I only know one song of his when, uh, it's called Fucked Up I think a little while yeah I know haters talking because I used to watch a show called Hollywood mm-hmm on MTV, and he was in that episode. <clears throat> Number eight is John Michael Osborne. 
Ozzy Osbourne? As Ozzy Osbourne. I was going to say, I'm like, that's definitely Ozzy. But I mean, that dude was doing drug cocktails for a good 40 years of his life anyways, so. Yeah, yeah. There's, like, stories of, like, him and, um, fuck, who was it? Who else was it? Like, someone, I think it was, like, with Molly Crew. He was doing, like, uh, or is it Bowie? Or some some fucking rock people. They were doing, like, literally cocaine battles. <laughs> it was, like, it would go on for days. And I remember there was one time where, like, they couldn't find him. They are supposed to play a show on this tour. And he was, like, nowhere to be fucking found. Because he was so, did so much fucking cocaine. He just, I don't know what the hell happened. He just ran off. He got me when he snorted ants in that dirt movie. Yeah. <laughs> Licked his piss. I was going to say, they get that guy to play who played Ozzy to do a biopic. Perfect. <laughs> Spot on looks like him, too. It's great. Number seven is uh, my biological father, Seth Rogen. <laughs> Canadian, by the way. Uh, maybe. I don't know. It's from the marijuana capital of Canada, Vancouver. Definitely Jewish. Um, yes. Uh, let's see. Number six is Wiz Khalifa. Told you he'd be on the list. Uh, I've never heard any of his music. One of the quotes says, "All he does is smoke weed." Like literally, every one of his songs is about it. I was gonna say Snoop Dogg has to be like number one or something. Ah, uh, we're getting there. Number five is Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, definitely. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Number four, Cheech Marin. But they couldn't put Chong on there. What the Chong fuck? went so far down, and he's the one that sold the paraphernalia. And should Cheech quit for years? Really? I, I don't even know. Uh, number three is Willie Nelson. Yeah, definitely. The dude's I like ninety three, and he's still alive, and he's still friggin' smoking them dubs. Number two is Snoop Dogg. Hey, I mean, Snoop Dogg honestly should be number one just for the fact that he pays a guy to roll his blunts for him. <laughs> That's probably the best has... 60K you'll make a year. That motherfucker probably makes more money than I do. Yeah, he, yeah, because he's smoking a blunt every five fucking minutes. And the number one biggest stoner of all time, according to thetop10s.com, is Bob Marley. Yeah, I could definitely agree with that. All right, so there we go. Now we've read them off. Uh, it was either Bob Marley, Snoop Dogg, or Cheech and Chong, but like you know, yeah, they did, I'd say, they did Tommy Chong dirties. I'd say this is uh, debatable. So if you want to change this, I think you can go vote. Yeah, I would agree because this is like half like a marijuana user like uh, list, and half of it's like just like heroin addicts. Yeah, I'm gonna vote for Tommy Chong. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I get nine votes. So let's see. I'm going to vote for Tommy Chong. Cheech. Definitely going to vote for Nikki Six. Fuck it. We'll vote for Steven Adler because we've heard a Steven Adler story that we can't tell on this show. Oh, vote, <laughs> vote for Slash. Janice Joplin, yeah. Jimmy Page, of course. Uh, fuck Kurt Cobain. Uh, let's see. Let's get on up here. Fuck Lil White. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, I'll movie. vote for Ozzy. I get three more votes. Seth Rogen, yeah. Snoop Dogg, I'd say. Yeah. Cheech, and I get one more, so I'm going to go up and vote Snoop up a little bit. Save votes. All right. Skip commenting because I'm done. And let's see if that affected anything at all. Nope. No. <laughs> I, I can't say, make a difference all by yeah. myself, folks, but you can collectively. <laughs> I know because you guys got us in Podcast Magazine that one time. So Yes. That made uh, us award-winning for, <laughs> for now. <laughs> that's right. I've been calling this an award-winning podcast for since day one. And uh, Caputo here was on. I told him, I was like, man, we're going to be award-winning for a lot longer than we're going to be not award-winning. So that was my reasoning. Not to deceive anyone. Mm-hmm. Just, just to bullshit a little bit. Yeah, it was originally like our, our one of our older running jokes on here. Yeah, and now it's actually legit, should... so we can't actually joke about it. Yeah, an award-winning podcast. Well, might as well get on with the gimmick of this award-winning podcast. 
and let's check out Headspace by Velvet Revolver. What do you say, Caputo? Why you say? Oh, yeah. Let's, uh, let's dig more into some VR here. Let's see, because the last song we covered was not that good. So hopefully this one's better. Hopefully. Off to a good start. Attitude. You got some <laughs> fucking ass. <laughs> kind of. It's very it's, it's like very punk rock here. What did Duff McKagan write this song? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> we got the lyrics to take too. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's me singing Pearl Jam. Come on, Scott. You're a better singer than that. Well, I guess we can pause for a second because it sounds like we've made it to the next verse. Mm-hmm. Uh, read us some lyrics and let's see if we can right. decipher what this is about. Yeah, so for, uh, first verse, me, I'm a man who is trudging best I can through a minefield built to blast. Can I make it? Will I last? In the very simple, I guess, first course here, free my mind, levitate. Don't let any of those fuckers in my headspace. So it is about getting stoned, okay. It could be, or I, I guess it could be something else. Like he's talking about, you know, tread, uh, trudging on through something, through crazy shit, which he alludes to as a minefield. Um, mm. It could definitely be about both things. It's just like, maybe it's about a bad trip on drugs, I don't know. Because Scott Wilden was probably doing some of this shit back then, when this album was around. Probably, yes. <laughs> Got rest his soul, I mean, but still. Oh, yeah, I was still a pothead. Uh, not a pothead, but a fucking... He had a lot of demons. That's for sure. No more questions. No more needs. You're the cancer. You're the leech. Since you bleed me of disease. Free my All right, read us some more. Uh, so the second verse, please let me be. No more questions, no more needs. You're the cancer, you're the leech, sent to bleed me of disease. And then chorus number two, free my mind, levitate, don't let any of those fuckers in my headspace. Let me go my own way, burn the rest of them that try to keep me enchained. I'm fucking digging this song, to be honest. Okay, so it's about like when you're at school and you got like a quiz coming up that you don't think is very fair and uh yeah obviously yeah it just gives me about a lot of shit but i mean like <laughs> i'm enjoying this because it kind of has like a, a bit of like a stone temple pilots vibe it also kind of sounds a little new metal to me i don't know i feel like it sounds like a fucking like a saliva track i can kind of hear the influence yeah because this reminds me of um i don't know if you're of the click click boom by saliva like very like the guitars oh. i think sound similar to it I am actually Eskimo Brothers with that lead singer. Uh, what's his name? Joseph Scott or something? Yeah, I think so. Or, yeah, was it? Or am I thinking of Seether or Slither? I don't fucking know. Now let's just look it up real quick. Yeah, because like that now, I'm, now I'm getting fucking 
new metal vibes in my head. Saliva, okay. Josie Scott, yeah. Josie Scott, okay. Yes, the guy who did the song with um, Nickelback there. Yeah, that's right. hero who can save us. He and I are Eskimo brothers. Holy shit. Hashtag yeah. facts. This is a, a exclusive on Guns and Radio. <laughs> well, he's from Memphis. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah, he's from Memphis, Tennessee, and uh, uh, he banged a chick, and I banged a chick. They happen to be the same chick. We are Eskimo brother. You should tweet that at him. <laughs> I really like... should. <laughs> I mean, it might piss the girl off, but fuck her. I mean, I ain't talking to her in like... Hey, man, Resmo Brothers, send me some free merch. <laughs> I want to be included in your will. He's like, dude, fuck off. <laughs> We're <Locked>. practically family. <laughs> All right, let's get back in. Go back into the lyrics a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, let me hang on. Let me get them up here. Uh, so that last that last verse, actually, I really like the writing on that one. So, um, living, taking chances isn't all that it's meant to be. Dying with your face on a t-shirt isn't all that original. That's a really good line. I like that. Right. It's interesting because it's kind of like you know now we wear basically all these rock stars' faces and shit on a t-shirt, and it's like. Like I think it's more it it to me it sounds like it's more like referring to like you know like the twenty seven club. Ah, uh, yeah. It could be because that's that. yeah, very much like now that you died so young and that's such a peak. You're basically just immortalized now in a t shirt or like as like this sort of like icon maybe for for right reasons and also for all the wrong reasons. Very good observation. I don't know. It's just what my thinking on it. I could be totally wrong, but. Who knows? But, but I do like the line though. It's very, it's very witty like that. It's very much in that vein. Yep. Yeah. Let's uh, polish it off here. Oh yeah. <laughs> Headspace by Velvet Revolver. That's a fuck. That's a deep, pretty good uh, VR song, I'd say. I mean, yeah, especially when you compare it to the last one we fucking listened to. I enjoy it, and uh, just doing some even more, a little bit of research here um, as we're recording this. Um, I found like some some meaning, some what could be the meaning behind the song. Um, so apparently, Scott Weiland said that the song's about media and the way he's treated in, I guess, like the in media in general. So he doesn't do radio interviews, all this stuff. Um, and there's one sort of verse where he's talking about a, a specific reporter, apparently. So I guess he's kind of calling him out, but not doing the whole Axl Rose thing of 
literally calling them out. Yeah. Like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. This was someone I was looking just like at comments and stuff online. Like, what could it be about? Apparently, that's what Mr. Wyland said himself. So, what is it with these guys and finding a singer that won't fucking do a goddamn interview? Uh, I don't know, man. It's these singers have their own issues to deal with. First things first, before you know. Well, uh, let's do ratings. You want to go first? Yeah, I mean, like, right from the get-go, there's a pretty, like, kick-ass track. I mean, it keeps the same, like, keeps the, the same tempo, same vibe. Um, it's pretty cool. I like the lyric, like, the do-do-do-do, like, the, sorry, the lyrics, too, are good. Uh, the riff, I was trying to just mix it up there, but, yeah, this is actually a, a, not a bad Velvet Revolver song. Like, I'll be surprised if this wasn't released as, like, a, even, like, a promotional single or some type of radio signal, single, the fuck my words. Um, this is actually kick-ass. I'm going to add this to my playlist right after we're off the air. So I'm going to give this one actually a 3.75 out of 5. It's almost at 4. But it is still really good regardless. I would definitely listen to this again. Um, I'm not sure if this was released as a single or not. I'm not really finding a whole lot of information on it. But, uh, I don't think so either. But it's a shame because it's actually decent. It could have been a good like third, fourth single off the album. I mean, it's definitely radio-friendly. Uh, mm-hmm. Especially for what this 2004. This sounds like definitely 2004 stuff. Oh yeah. Um, for me, uh, I don't. I'm not a fan of the uh, General Mirrorsmogram Pearl Jam kind of <laughs> voice there that he's kind of feel like he's going for a little bit. But I mean, the song itself, I can't hate on it. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it three. All right, all right. Had a good track, good good lyrics. Everything else was good. It's just that kept it would bring me up, and then like he would start singing in that voice, and it would it would start to plateau again. So nice. I think in my head, I was my number was going up and down throughout the whole song, and I think it finally settled at three. Yeah, I think that goes back to like listen, he was from a band that was pretty much around in the nineties. Sonata Pilots oh, yeah. was was kind of grunge in a bit of a way too. They're, so like I guess he's bringing that element into the super group as well. So it, there's probably gonna be times where he sounds like that. But I mean, yeah. this song's perfect for like you don't need like overly complicated lyrics. You just need straight up shit. Yeah. Well, you want to find out what we're doing next week on Guns yeah. and Radio? Let's see what's uh, in store for us next week. Let's spin that wheel. And before we spin the wheel, uh, we're going to do, what was the song? What do you Fuck. mean? The, the, the bonus show that we're doing. Um, Sucker Train Blues. Sucker Train Blues. Yes. But after Sucker Train Blues, let's find out what's coming up. Oh, yeah. Concrete Izzy. Concrete by Izzy Stradlin. All right, more Izzy. It's uh, yeah, concrete. I think it's. I think we cover a lot of stuff from that album already. I don't yeah. know. Have we? I think. Maybe. I have to check that. It's definitely a title so. track. Yeah, it definitely is a title track. I remember there is an album called The Concrete by Izzy Stratton. Just, I don't know. I'm sure I, I know that now. Yeah, let's take a look real quick. I'm just going to do a quick Google search. Google search is shit. Uh, all right, so Concrete by Izzy Stradlin. I've got the uh, I've got the track list pulled up here. Ball is number one. We've covered that. For that one, uh, Ship. Ship, Concrete, GB. GB, we covered like two weeks ago. Or was that yeah. last week? A couple weeks ago. We did so, this month, so. Yeah, so we've done four of the ten tracks. Yeah. We'll have done four of the ten tracks. hmm Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and then we may have a whole album knocked out in a few weeks. We don't know. We'll see. if we, well, There's a lot of Izzy to go around, so I think that will be, like, the first album of any artist that we'll actually fully cover. Oh, Yeah. I mean, Velvet Revolver is a close second, because we've covered a lot from that first album already. Well, I mean, technically, we've covered everything that we're going to do on Live Era. That's true, yeah. Well, just <laughs> the one song, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why I said that. <laughs> and uh, be sure to head over to GN Extra, where the conversation will continue. 
that means we're going to keep on talking and bullshitting. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, if you enjoy that, so join, head over there. Um, and uh, yeah, listen to more of us, you know, talk about stupid shit. That's right. And until next time, I'm Dustin Bones. And I'm Chris Caputo. We will see you next week here on Guns and Radio. Peace.